Getting where we want to go in life isn't always easy. If you're the kind of person that has had some real successes, and yet deep down you know you're meant for more, this podcast is for you. My name is Pamela Aubrey, and I'm talking with experts, leaders, and visionaries that have faced their own challenges head-on, broken through personal and professional roadblocks, and found a deeper meaning in their lives along the way. So if you're wondering what more you have to do to make it to the next level, keep listening because I've got the show for you. Welcome to the PA system. And today's episode, I'm talking with Johanna Godinez Nash. And we're talking about whatever it is we decide to talk about today. So, welcome to the show, Johanna. Thank you so much for having me. And I love that this is how it's going to roll because it's going to be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. And we were having such a great conversation before we got on that I didn't even really want to put a topic to this because I wanted us to just kind of keep going with the conversation. In fact, it, it struck me all of a sudden, I thought we could be recording this. <laughs> so now that we're here, <laughs> I know that you've been in, you've been kind of going back and forth. You've been traveling quite a bit between Puerto Rico and Florida recently. You've had some things happen in your life. Just tell us a little bit about what's going on with you and, and just kind of where you are right now. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I always love talking to you. Um, so let's let's just say that, um, like for everyone else, right? Because I'm not the only one going through this. Um, for the past two years, life has been throwing us a lot of curveballs, and there's been um, a lot of like as much as you want to be proactive, there's been a lot of reactivity going on because there's just so many things popping up that are outside of our control that unless we can react and react in a way that's gonna be helpful for us. It's gonna be just a shit show, if you don't mind me saying and, and, and swearing, right? Um, so it's really important um, to, we were speaking about flow before um, we got on and it's, it's, I think it's so important for us to just remain in a state of flow. When we become too attached to the plans that we have, then we feel like life is going against us and it's just not true it's just life happening like whether you think it's against you or not it's just a, a frame of mind it's not a reality it's just your chosen reality um so in the end of 2020 i had i was living in ireland with my husband um while we were waiting for him to get the papers to be able to come with me to the u.s and we got tired of being in the cold, so we decided to go to Costa Rica, and I was gonna uh, teach yoga at a studio that I've worked um, at before. And we got there, and five days later, I got a call from the hospital that my mom was sick, and she was living in mm -hmm. Florida. 
So I dropped everything and went to Florida. Little did I know I wouldn't leave Florida for the next six months, right? But that wasn't the plan. The plan was to go there for a week and then go back to Costa Rica. So um, thankfully, again, when you're in flow, right, you just kind of let things happen. So I started going to a yoga studio and they ended up hiring me on the spot without me even asking. It was just happened. Um, I used to race cars and I got together with my old racing team and I started uh, coaching and racing, which I had not done since like 2008. Uh, so it, it, it was just like you let the world kind of like when you think the world is working t with you, it is working with you. Right. Mm -hmm. So opportunity showed up, which made me have the ability to say, I'm going to drop my plans and I'm going to stay here and I'm going to help my mom. And I left my husband in Costa Rica. We had already paid for the place, so why not? And, um, and I came to see her and I spent an amazing year planning things that then she passed away. So then all the things that I had planned to, to help her with also just got shattered. And, um, but again, when you're willing to look at the world as what's my next opportunity, it's it's brought us a lot of opportunities right so we mm -hmm. just had a retreat in february we have another one coming up in may we have another one coming up in august we have another one in november and now we're um like partnering with other people and other companies and doing them together so when when you don't sit in the space of victimhood of like oh my God, look at all these things that are happening to me and I keep making plans and everything keeps not working out. Like when you sit in that space, it's really hard then to like step away from that and be like, okay, well that happened. I can't do anything about that. So moving on, right? Yeah. And then we start looking at the solution instead of the problem. And, yeah. and to be honest, yoga, as you know, has been a huge part of helping me understand all this, right? Like you right. only have one thing and that's your thoughts, your mind and yourself, nothing else, nothing material matters, nothing happening matters, nothing matters except you and what's inside. And that may sound selfish, I guess, but um, it's not. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was just listening to someone this weekend and you know, they kind of brought forth this, this similar idea. And what, what came to me was that really when we're in tune with the truth, when we're in tune with what the universe, you know, it just knows as wisdom and then we can access that whenever we choose to. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just, it's that simple. Like it's a really a matter of us tapping into that, you know, yes. asking the questions, sitting with it waiting for answers, you know, and just knowing that the truth is there, like it, it's going to show up when we ask it to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the problem is that we don't, we uh, oftentimes we don't have the patience to hold the question there long enough to get an answer. Um, due to the way that we have created society and the way that we have created everything. So like I want something and I can get it right now. Yeah. Um, this idea of um, instant gratification doesn't serve us because, unfortunately, the God that works through us, like first, there's a thought, there, there's actions, and we make it into being, but like that all takes effort, and it takes time, and it takes you staying with that thought that I want to create this, I want to create this. 
Um, right. That's called manifestation, right? If you want to give it a title. Um, yeah. But everyone has the power to do so. It's just, do you have, and that's what vision boards are. It's just that people don't use them correctly. Like a vision board is there so that every single day you can be reminded of what you need to be thinking about and where your focus needs to be so that you don't get butterfly, squirrel, <laughs> and, and get distracted by all the shiny objects that are going on in life right now. Because there's a lot of noise right now, a lot of noise, yes. and eight seconds worth of your attention span. So it's, it's yeah. important to kind of understand this is where I'm going. I'm focused on my direction, and I'm not going to slip. And it doesn't matter if it's not working the way you want it to be working, because unfortunately, the universe does it the way it can, not the way you want it to. Your goal is just to keep your eyes open for all the opportunities and be a yes person and keep taking them. And when things don't work, you need to sit back and say, okay, because the universe is working through me, this isn't working because that's not the right way, right. period. And then move forward. Don't stay stuck in what didn't work. Um, yeah. yeah. And having some faith. You know, I mean, I think that yes. it really it gets when we're stuck in our fear it's hard to have faith right it's hard to believe that something better can happen and i think that's kind of where the challenge lies for a lot of people is how do i how do i get out of that space of fear and into that space of faith ooh i like that you know i think part part of the issue at the moment is that many of us are looking for something outside of ourselves mm -hmm. to kind of make it happen we're asking the wrong questions why isn't this questions like that right. are not serving you right there's nothing out there that either is going rooting for you or rooting against you it doesn't work like that there's only this power and i'm not i'm just going to call it a power i'm not going to even give it a name so that nobody gets confused there right. is a power that we are all connected to that gives us life all of us it's prana it's the life force right it's that true spirit and right. we are all connected to it and that's the space that knows the truth is the space that's creative it's the space that gives us the ability to be conscious that i am that we are that we are existing right. and that's when we can connect to that and understand that that's in here not out here i'm not asking for anything out here Anything that I'm asking for is literally working from the inside out, never from the outside right. in. Once we can tap into that, and, and we've had this conversation before, that's where my beef with religion has always been. Like, don't make someone pray for something outside because right. automatically they're going to be asking the wrong questions. Right. Automatically, you're setting them up to not manifest things because they're asking for something from the pace, a, a place of lack. You're not teaching them to ask from a place of, thank you, I already have this. Let's just make it happen. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, so that's always been my beef. It's like, no, you can't ask for anything outside. What are you going to do? What, what are you? And, and that's where meditation comes in, right? You need to hold the question and then shut up and let the answer come to you. Your thoughts are much louder than the voice of intuition. If the voice of intuition speaks like this, your thoughts are screaming at you all the time, right? So it's like, how can you hear the voice if all you have is blah, 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 always, yeah. always going on and just, you can't. So true. So true. And I also think, you know, along with that, 
and I know, you know, because people will say, well, I try to meditate, nothing, you know, or it doesn't help, or I can't be quite that long and still, and you know, all those things. And it's like, well, then it's probably just going to take you longer. You know, I mean, it, it depends on how bad you want the answer, right? Ultimately, I mean, do you really want to move out of the space you're in or not? And, and the reason I say that is because I think a lot of times we say we want something, but mm. when it comes down to actually having to do something to get to that new new place then th there's that rub and we don't want to have to go through the necessary steps and it's like well yeah it's true it will require some discipline you may have to sit down for 10 15 minutes a day you know and meditate or pray or whatever it is that you do you know and then and then take time and have patience to wait for the answer because you may not get it right in that moment and you may have to go back again and you may yeah. have to do that for you know a week or two weeks or three weeks you know but but how important is it to you to get to that new place and i think what you were saying earlier is so spot on that we have been brought up in this culture where you know we believe in instant gratification so whatever i want i should just have it i should have it right now right mm -hmm. and i think even more so for younger generations that have come up with technology where everything does happen really really fast yes. it's harder i mean it's really really challenging and so i yeah. think this is a super important discussion because i don't think that there's a lot of people that really understand it's okay to wait for something and you know like it doesn't have to show up immediately you're not doing something wrong because the second you ask the question you didn't get an answer you know well, the, 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 the fact <laughs> of the matter is it's not going to happen right away like it, it's yeah. it's just because if you think of like all the things that need to come together for you to get what you want like the universe needs to like actually to be able to create the space and the opportunity that you need. Otherwise, like that's why it can't happen instantly. That's right. the main thing. And going back to meditation, um, so I, I believe that part of the misunderstanding with meditation is that all you're supposed to do is just quiet your mind mm -hmm. and just sit there and quiet your mind. The issue of thinking that that's what it, that's what it is and that's the only thing that it is is that for many of us quieting our mind requires something different than just sitting there and yeah. if you don't understand what meditation is then you will always be frustrated with a process because the fact of the matter is the point of meditation is not for you to sit there and quiet your mind it's for what comes behind it and what comes behind it could come for you while you're hiking mm -hmm. or it can yeah. come to you while you're swimming Sure. So your, your specific meditation may look very different than sitting down and finding a space in your mind. It could be focusing your eyes on a candle and attempting to become one with that candle. It could be laying down in grass, looking at the sky and focusing on how the clouds move in the background of the sky. Right. Like all of that is meditation. It is what you specifically need to find that space where you are peaceful, you are calm, and you're not fighting with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You're not going back and forth in conversations in your mind. There's only you. Why are you right. talking to yourself? Like you're two different people. There's no, there's no reason to be doing that. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's most of the time, the worst part is that we're saying it to another person and answering right. as if we were the other person as well. Yeah. Like how if though, you know, your mind doesn't understand that you're not really having that conversation. It imprints it as if you did. So whatever you felt 
in that conversation, even though it wasn't real, it's still going to be imprinted and it's still going to affect the next time that you come in contact with that person. That's the craziest part about our brain and, and, and how yeah. that actually works. Um, so it's important to kind of understand, like, what am I attempting to get to when I meditate? What you're attempting to get to is to a place in which you can feel your body. Calm your body. Calm your breath. Notice your body relaxing a bit. And then just kind of flowing. And that may be sitting, it may be walking, it may be swimming, it may be rowing. It may be doing a lot of different things. But the goal is to be so into what we're doing. For me, it's coloring a lot of times. I love coloring. Mm -hmm. I have adult coloring books. Man, my awesomest ideas come totally irrelevantly while I'm coloring. Love it. And, and it's just giving yourself that space to just be with what you're doing in the present moment. When you're in the present moment and you're not in your head, either in the past or in the future or pretending to, to undo things that you did, then you can actually let what needs to come up, come up. Mm. Whether that's an idea or a solution or a new way of looking at a situation you're going through, all of those inspirations are going to come when you're not having those bit bickering conversations with yourself. It's the only way. It's, so it's the only way. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And, and I think that that lends itself to sort of making it like a, like a purposeful, joyful practice, right? Like this is something that I get to do. This is something that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. So that it's not coming from a space of, oh my gosh, I have to meditate. You know, I have to. That's the thing, because then it becomes you're just doing something for the sake of society telling you to do something again. Mm -hmm. And it's just another conditioning. <laughs> then you're not even actually doing what you're supposed to be doing because you're doing exactly what you're trying not to do. Right. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, society tells me that I should meditate. Let me meditate. No, like <laughs> if that's really where you're, the space where you're coming from, then don't right. meditate. Like, because that's not. Like, like what you're trying to do is find yourself, yeah. your inner voice, your, your right. Atman, the part of you that's connected to consciousness, divinity, God, the universe, universal energy, whatever you want to call it. The part of you that has access to what Einstein had access to, to what Elon Musk has access to, to what um, Hawking had access to. We have access to exactly the same thing. We are all channeling exactly the same thing. Our conditioning and our DNA affects our ability to channel what we're channeling. That's why we're all individuals and we all come here with our own uniqueness because our expression of consciousness is going to be based on this thing that's showing up on earth, right? But in the end, the soul, the part that's inside, because you're not thinking your thoughts, your thoughts are popping up. Then you're conversing with your thoughts, right? Then you have a conversation. But the original thought, did you come up with it? Did you put it there? What we'll put it there? Do you really have free will? Did you think of that thought? I mean, once we get into the deeper thing of it, it's just our conversations with the thoughts that don't allow us to be in the present moment. If we allow the thoughts to come up and we just watch them come, we can sit back and be like, hmm, where did that come from? Right. How come that shows up? That's different. Yeah, I love that. And, and with that, not judging, you know, I mean, just like you said, just looking at them, like from an objective standpoint and going, that's interesting. That's really yeah. interesting. 
Yeah. Because it, it does free us, right? I mean, then all of a sudden we're in this space of like, wait a second. I don't have to be like committed to one thought or to one, you know, idea just because it came to my head. It's just an idea or a thought. And I get to choose whether I agree with that or not. And so in the space of what we're talking about, like in, in the space of fear or, you know, maybe uncertainty or, you know, whatever that comes up, we have the ability to then say, okay, wait, do I really agree with that thought? Is yeah. it me? You said something earlier about the person that you heard this weekend, and it was that he, he mentioned something about when you know your truth. Yeah. Like, truth is one. It may have many cloaks, but it's one, right? right? So when you understand the truth, what happens is you find yourself feeling less attached to the things that you even believe because right. you start questioning everything because then you realize everything is just an idea. It's just a thought. Nothing is actually real until you decide that it's real. Once you decide it's real though, no one can take it away from you. You, which is why we're limited as humans. People right. think that we're limited because something ma it made us limited. No, it's the fact that we've convinced ourselves that we're limited, that we become limited. Like <laughs> we're psychic beings. We're beings that could probably levitate because if we understand that we are 99.9% .9 space, then we can levitate. Right. But you have to, you have to believe that a hundred percent of it. Well, and, and I love that you say that because here's kind of like a fun example of that. And this is slightly different than what you're talking about, but I think it's just a good example. And this is what came to me when you were saying that. So at one point I had this waking dream where in the dream, I'm levitating off my bed. I'm like four feet off my bed. Right. And it was so crazy because although I was sort of asleep, I was kind of awake. And so I'm, I'm there and I'm thinking, okay, this is really bizarre. Like I'm actually levitating, right? <laughs> because that was the experience that I was having. So even though my physical body was still attached to the bed, my, my spiritual body was, was like disconnected from it. Right. And so the, the way that we are sort of programmed to think about ourselves inside this world and this, and this 3D space that we're in is that this body is us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when we really, really get that it's just, it's literally just our bio suit, like it's just helping us get around while we're here, then we, it opens us up to all these other possibilities. And I think that's what really is at the heart of what you're saying is that then we can tap into this truth, this one mm -hmm. truth, right? And we can access that because we realize, oh, wait a second, all this stuff that's happening in the 3D is not that real. That's kind of not where it's happening. It's actually happening in this other spiritual space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, why is it so hard to believe that there's things that we can't see or we can't touch? I mean, there's radio waves, there's microwaves. You don't right. see them, but they're there. They're, there's rays. I don't see no. the thing going through, but it's doing something because exactly. I see the picture afterwards. So why is it so hard to believe that there's things that we can't even measure because we don't even understand that they're there? So how would we even start figuring out how to measure them? You know, right. like there could be whole nother universes within this universe happening right now. Not right. only that, when you're dreaming, you are fully committed to the fact that that's real. Fully right. committed. So what's real? Is this real or is that real? Right. Because, right? So like, and if I can 
swim on and and never have to get out of the water to breathe and if i can fly and if i can jump and levitate and then land like 20 feet higher up in the air like all of that is real while i'm doing it i don't know that i'm dreaming it's happening and it's happening to me and it's happening through me except i'm not attached to any of it right in dreams you don't become attached to it you don't say this is me and I can fly and now I have become this being that can fly and now I'm identified by the fact that I am this thing that can fly because you never know what's going to happen when you're dreaming. It's just happening and you're just flowing with it, right? Which, so yeah. if we can... which, which is, I mean, it's kind of the beauty of it, right? Because you can end up in these like ridiculous, extraordinary circumstances. Like I just had this dream the other day where I'm driving and my dog, which I don't have, um, which actually in my head was my cat is weird, um, is driving the car, you know? And, and so like, obviously in the dream, I was like, okay, this is weird. Like I, why is the dog driving the car? Right now? But what, you know, that's what happens. Like anything can happen, right? It's just like this free for all. And it's nice when you can, when you can figure out your dreaming, right? And then you lose the dream and you control your dream and you're like, yes, yeah. I'm going to have some fun tonight, right? Right, right. Um, no, you know, the, the cool thing is if we could take life, this life, as lightly and as flowy and as let whatever happen happen as we do in our dreams, like, do you suffer in your dreams? Are you sitting there having conversations with yourself saying, oh, I should have jumped higher that last time or mm, maybe I should get out of the water by now? No, there's, there, is no, there is no conversation about what's happening. It's just a happening. Yeah. And, and it is our, it's due to our conversations about the happening in this realm that cause all of our issues. All of our judgment, right. all of our expectations, all of our hate, our love, our this, or that. Everything is conditioned on something. It's, it's not pure. It's not just being in the present moment. And when you start understanding the truth, then you can just be more in the present moment. And the cool thing about that is then you stop taking things less personally. You let people be whoever the hell they want to be because they have the right to be what they want to be. Even if you, in the back of your mind, would never be that way so be it like there shouldn't be a judgment just because you wouldn't be that way like who cares is it affecting you no they're in your their life they're in yours great then just let them be right and you start just kind of living in a in a way where you're not just more free yourself but you literally unshackle other people to all these conditions that you have placed on them that by the way you don't know they don't know about because you have them all in your head, but you never actually communicate them. So people have to live up to all of these crazy expectations that you have of them. And they don't even know you. They don't even know what you, you know? So it's just insane how we create this, this men mental state and then actually think that it's real and that all of our thoughts are diehard reality. Um, and, you know, like, it, it's what makes people suffer. So it, it's really unfortunate for the people. The, the more you define yourself as something, the more separation you will feel from everything around you. And that does not serve you because the more separate you feel, the more angry you feel, the more lonely you feel, and the more you suffer in, in, in darkness, in your, by yourself, when you're sitting alone at home. Maybe right. not out here where you can smile and everything's great and everything's fun, but no, when you're by yourself, right? So it's, it's, it's just, it's interesting. We, we create our experience. I mean, a lot of people 
don't think oh well, COVID, no, we didn't create our experience. You did. You reacted to it. How did you react to it? That was your experience. You right. created that. That's all you can control. You don't control right. life. Life is happening. You right. can think you have like a illusion of control, which is fine. And you can hug that illusion and never let it go. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. But it's still just an illusion. So the more that we understand, there is nothing out here that I can control. All I have is my reaction, the way I see the world and, and the way that I'm thinking and, and approaching everything. The more free you become and then the just the more open you are and the more love you can give because no one has to fit any of your crazy expectations. You can just be like, I love you. Oh, you're going to treat me like crap? Okay, I'm going to draw a boundary and I'm never going to talk to you again. But guess what? You're lost. And then you can walk away and leave people with right. their stuff and right. not take it as yours. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's an important point. And also, you know, to realize we're not saying it's okay for people to do terrible things to other people because we understand that that's not, you know, that, and that's, and what that really is, is that means we, we need to go into a space where we can then try to create an environment where less of that happens. Right. And that's really what we're talking about here is how do we, how do we focus on the things that will bring about the kinds of changes and, and bring about the the love and positivity in the world that we all really want to see and experience. And so yeah. it's not it's not closing your eyes and saying, oh, it's totally okay if, if someone's abusing someone or someone's, you know, uh, perpetuating violence or what have you. That's it's quite the opposite. It yeah. is actually quite the opposite because boundaries are a huge part of all of this is you yeah. knowing where yeah. your boundaries are and then sticking to your guns when you when you truly believe something in your heart. You right. know, even even if like I wouldn't agree with what you believe in, but as if, if you have conviction and you feel like doing something different or, or whatever would go against your character, then that's your boundaries. And you that's one of the first things that I teach. I teach responsibilities and boundaries because most people don't have either and they are very much connected and people don't see their connection. Sure. But I need to draw boundaries and take the responsibility of drawing boundaries because right. then you're in your life, well, everyone's always pulling me in all these directions so I can't take care of myself so I can do this. So then you don't have boundaries and you're not taking responsibility. So then life is just happening to you and there's nothing you can do. So right. when, as a coach, the first thing I look at is where is this person not drawing boundaries and where are they not taking responsibility in their life because yeah. if you think that you're going to put on me the fact that you're not doing something that's not how it works i give you the tools to get your shit together and do things yourself and that's where people like with coaching people need to again with when you educate your clients you let them know like this yeah. is how it is i am yeah. teaching you how to do it there this yeah. isn't me i'm not changing your life i'm not responsible right. for you I yes. just know how to do it for myself. And now I have the tools that I can teach other people how to take care of their life and how to create the life that, that, that right. they want to live. I mean, ma manifesting is real. Whether people understand it or not, it is, it is very, very, very real. And the unfortunate thing is when you don't understand it, you're still doing it. Yeah, yeah, Because exactly. it's a law. So it's happening whether you know about it, believe it, think about it, don't think about it. Yeah. The difference is... Are you doing it intentionally right or is it just happening and you're reacting and you're lost in in a life that you don't think you should be living yeah but you created yourself right so it's yeah well you know what and i can i can give you a, a perfect example of that which is myself 
and coming out of like a very fear-based childhood, I had an expectation that I would be treated poorly in relationships, right? Because yeah. fear was so cultivated into me from such a young age. And, and my understanding of relationships and people that care about you is that they hurt you. And so I had to learn, you know, to, to see things in a different way. I had to come to a space of understanding, like, how did I get to this point? How did I let certain people into my life? And how did I let certain things happen? And then once I understood that, once I was educated, then, then I could start to make changes. Then mm -hmm. I could start to go, okay, well, that's not working for me. Like, I don't want that anymore. Right. <laughs> I want yeah. this. Yeah. And so I'm going to do this, 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 and this to get that because I'm done with that. And so that's really what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. The thing is, it, it's terrible. Like as, as we grow up, we're not educated on how, how do I show up this way? Why am I showing up to life this way? What are the conditions of me showing up in life? You know, they are specific and, and drawn out, but no, right. there's no class on being human. Like, he, exactly. like no one gets born, like, here's your instruction book. This is how you're going to be a good human. But actually, like, there are kind of like a layout of a, like how yeah. to be a good human and right. how to be a happy human and how to be a really amazing human. And, 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 and the fact of the matter is we are brought into this life. And there's two things that affect how we see the world. One is our DNA and one is our conditioning, right? Because your DNA will innately give you gifts. It will give you disease. It will give you traumas that your ancestors carried that changed their DNA expression. It will give you a personality. It will give you a way to think. It'll give you a right or left brain, more creative, more logical, right? That's your DNA. You, you don't have much choice about how your expression, DNA expression comes into this world, yeah. right? And then there's conditioning. Your parents, your teachers, your religion, your experiences, whether your siblings beat you up, right? Whether you grew up with two parents of the same sex, different sex, or a single parent, whether you're an only child or you have siblings, right? All of those things are gonna affect how you're taking in information and processing information. And the crazy thing is most of our conditioning is set up by the time we're like six or seven years old, which means that even as adults, we are still choose not choosing, but, but like processing life through right. the eyes of a seven year old yeah. now. Okay, so I can't really change my DNA. You can change your DNA expression by learning certain things, but you can't really change, you know, you're here right now. Right. You can't, I can't just snap it out of it, right? But I can change my conditioning. I can change yeah. it by listening to different things, by becoming more open-minded, by practicing gratitude, um, by giving time of my time and feeling more connected to nature, other humans and animals. Like you will literally start to change the way that you express yourself in the world because you have different connections in the world. The energy and vibration begin to shift and that just gets translated to everything else that you do in the world. Um, so yeah, once we understand those two things, first of all, we can forgive ourselves, right? Yeah. I work a lot with inmates. Um, most of those people grew up in a world that set them up to be terrible people. Like they, right. they, nobody loved them. Nobody took care of them. Nobody gave a crap about them. And then right. you expect them to be crazy, perfect individuals. 
they don't know what that means. Right. They have right. no notion yeah. of what right. it is to be an, a normal functioning human because that's right. not the way that they grew up. Oh, but you're a bad human. We're going to lock you up. Yeah. But yet you don't show them. You don't right. show them unless you change their conditioning while they are locked up. You're not making anything right. better. Yes, right. you're saying, okay, I'm going to lock you up because I don't want to deal with you. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the fact that you can't be exactly. a normal human. So let me just lock you up for your mistake. Right. But we don't take the responsibility to be like, okay, this person grew up in a really shitty situation. If I give them a different perspective of life, maybe they can become a better human. Right. So when I work with the FI, their recidivism rate goes from 70% to 30%. Wow. Because what we work on is changing people's outlook on life, is, yeah. is helping them not, not put the cloak of I am a criminal, I am a felon, and then living and walking around with that cloak on. Take it off. Are you the same right. person? No. 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 Right. Period. Right. And, and, and that's what we need in, in, in life It's just getting this information out there getting yeah. it's out there everyone has it and the more i listen to teachers the more i realize it's all the same yeah ernest holmes who taught napoleon hill like like all of the teachers right. like and then even those guys are like yeah because these are ancient teachings yeah right. from the freaking vedas and the upanishads mm -hmm. five thousand years ago oh and that's yoga what <laughs> it all comes from the same place once we realize that and we understand how we function and then you can understand how your mind functions then you can actually live a life in which you can be like a more relaxed and peaceful human because right. the thing is all of this shit that we are witnessing and and living externally is reflecting all of the turmoil that people are going through internally Yeah. Unless we start changing ourselves and becoming more enlightened beings inside, taking the time to reflect and learn, who am I? What is this? What's happening right now? Why right. is experience happening? Why is existence happening? Why is the world here? Why am I conscious in a way that not a lot of other beings are conscious? Why are octopus as crazy conscious and as smart as they are? And why, right. do, why do we still eat them? Why do we not give them enough credit yeah. for being Yeah, like, how did we end up in this intelligent video? universe? <laughs> yeah, like there's yeah. so many questions that that yeah. we just we take all of it for granted and we walk around thinking right. that this whole life is happening to us like right no, man it's just experience <laughs> it's just you choosing to attach yourself to it that's making it be good or bad or right or wrong you know so well yeah and i think when we're in that place of you know when we're in that place of pain right which i mean that's really what we're talking about here is that a lot of times we find ourselves in places of pain It's, it's okay to just go, yeah, I'm, I'm in this pain, but I don't have to stay in it and, 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 and literally have that conversation with ourselves of how long do I really want to stay in this? Because just like you were just saying, you know, I mean, we have, we have the access, there's tons of information out there. It's been out there for literally centuries. Right. And so it really does just come down to us. Like, getting real with ourselves and going, do I want to stay in this pain? Do I want it to be different? Like, what do I really want? And then taking the steps to change. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not, 
and it's not judging yourself for wanting right. something that you think somebody else would think something of. Like it's getting right. real with yourself, with yourself alone, not even discussing it with anybody else. Like, yeah. because the more clarity that you gain in your life about who you are and what you want, the more you can manifest it. Like, yeah. I, I, I always joke around, like pe people ask me like, oh, what exactly do you do? And I'm like, well, let me tell you the million things that I do, right? Mm -hmm. But then when it comes down to it, I always say, I'm like, well, technically though, I've been retired since I graduated college. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I do whatever I want and somehow I make money out of it. Why? Because I know that everything flows to me and, and because I know that whatever I'm gonna do and whatever I'm doing at any point in time, I'm giving a hundred thousand million percent of my energy into knowing that it's going to be amazing and it's going right. to 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 elevate people's life and and the more that you operate from that space the more that things just work because you're 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 doing it because it's flowing out of you not because right. your ego wants to do something it's because That's you almost right. feel like it's a duty like a thing like it, it's a calling that's so deep inside and the calling is freedom yeah that's the crazy thing. The calling is freedom. That's why it looks different for everyone, right? Because your freedom and my freedom will not look the same because your conditioning and DNA is different than mine, right? Yeah. But still, it's just freedom. Freedom from suffering, freedom from attachment, freedom to be joyful. My mom passed away a couple of months ago. I, I could still be really sad. And it's not saying that I didn't get sad. I mean, I got drunk. I cried. I, I, I went through all of the stages. But... But I choose to feel like she's with me and I choose right. to find all those situations when I'm like, man, I know that she's around me right now. And I just enjoy that. And it's almost like a game, figuring out like, what is she trying to tell me right now? Right. And, and I never thought that it was actually like that. And I've had a lot of people pass away in my life, but I've never felt anyone mm -hmm. as close to me afterwards as, mm -hmm. as her. Um, and you know, you can either be sad or just be like, you know, she was sick. I took care of her. We got to bond for an extra year. She lived her amazing life. She did everything she ever wanted to. They're like, yes, I miss her every freaking day. I think about her and I miss her. But being sad and letting that somehow shift my life and make my life turn into a negative direction wouldn't serve me and would be the opposite of what she would want. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's so powerful. And, you know, I, I hope that people really hear that, you know, because I think a lot of us, you know, have lost people over the last couple of years and it is very hard, you know, I mean, you are going to miss those people at times and just to know that that's okay. It's, it's okay to have those moments, but at the same time, it's okay for you to still have joy and to still enjoy your life and to still move forward and still have hope for the future and still be making plans for things that you want to do. And like you were saying, finding ways to contribute in the world and, and maybe even helping other people who have lost someone, right? And, and dealing with their grief. I mean, there's so many different ways that we can look at those experiences and take them and make them something positive. Absolutely. And, and because we never know really how long we're here and like to waste time not celebrating someone's life and you know and then and then it, because there okay so there's the vibration that we have as a human that's the vibration that like we walk around with every day but then there's things that are going to cause fluctuations in that vibration right things that'll make us really really excited oh my 
my God, I got a new job or oh my God, whatever. And things that are going to make you really sad. I lost my dog. I broke up with someone like, you know, but your inner vibe is what shouldn't change. It's not that you're not going to get really excited or get really sad, even right. though the yogic masters believe that truly for you to be peaceful, even those really, really high highs and really, really low lows will disappear and you'll just be a more even keeled kind of person. I think I need a few more lifetimes for that. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, as long as you mm -hmm. can remain like understanding that that's just life happening. Yeah. And you can, and you can feel it, but you don't need to attach to it because it's not right. happening to you. It's just a happening. It's, right. it's the attachment to the things that cause the issue. It's our attachment to the dog passed away. I've had him for 15 years or mine ran away. So I don't even know if he passed away for 15 years. Right. And I have no idea where he is. I don't, I don't know where he went. Like that. Yes. I cried a lot, but it, will it serve me right now if I am in pieces because I don't know where my dog is? Right. No. Like, yes, I suffered it. I cried. It sucked. But there's certain things that if we carry them with us will not only affect how we keep manifesting our life, but it actually affects a lot of people around us because our energy affects everyone who comes into contact with us mm -hmm. on a regular basis. That's why they say, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. It has nothing to do with money. That has nothing to do with success. Right. It has to do with your energy. If you're around people that are always complaining and always in a shitty mood, right. you are more likely to always complain and be in a shitty mood. If you're around people that are super happy and are always looking at a positive outlook in life, you are more likely to have a positive outlook in life because that's mm -hmm. what you're being fed all the time. And that's what you're surrounding yourself by. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Well, and I think with that, you know, we're, we're all kind of focused on, you know, we want things to be better in the world. I mean, if, if something good has come out of the problems that we have had the last few years, I think the, the, what's good is that we see possibility. We see where we want it to go and how we want things to be different. And when we are focused on that and how we get to that place, especially as a collective, obviously individually, right? We'll, we'll never do it as a collective if we don't do it individually. But if yeah. we do it individually, then more and more we'll do it collectively for exactly the reason you're saying, because we're going to impact each other and it'll have that ripple effect. And it is. And it, and it starts with you. It's like you said, like it's, it, it starts individually because I can tell you not to use plastic. Don't use plastic. But if I go to the store and use plastic, what the heck? Like, I can't try to change the world and change the plastic issue if I am being a part of the problem. Like, that's where people get pretty hypocritical, right? They think there are all these issues in the world, but they don't do one thing to make anything different. Well, it starts with you. So you start bringing your, pla your, your own bags and they're not plastic so that when people ask, then you can inform them about it and say why you do it. I don't eat meat. I love meat. I like the taste of meat. I think meat right. tastes amazing. I don't think it's bad for my body other than the bad energy that you get if the animal wasn't raised right. But that's not why I do it. I right. do it because I don't want to be the one causing that little animal suffering. That's why I don't do it. Not because I don't like it. Right. But I'm right. not going to tell you not to eat meat if I'm eating meat. In fact, I'll even cook your meat if you want me to because I... I'm not you. I have my own thing that I'm dealing with and I'm going to show up in the world 
and I'm not going to eat meat because I don't like treating little animals that way. If that's not a thought that's in your mind, that's not my problem. Right. That's your reflection in the world. I And I will do nothing to try to change that. Now, I may say I don't eat little animals because I look at a cow and I don't, I think it's beautiful and I don't want to see it suffering and I don't want it to be. And maybe you're like, holy shit, I've never thought of it that way. Cows are beautiful. If they look just like dogs, maybe I should start eating less meat. That's how you do it. Right. It isn't me telling you not to. It's me just telling you, this is my truth and this is why I choose this. Right. I'm not going to impose anything on you. You need to make those choices for yourself. I'm not your mom. I'm not your... That's why also I love being a coach because you're empowering people to do it. And when they're not, you're telling them why they're not doing it. It's right. because you're not taking responsibility. You're not... Nah, 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 right? So it's all about you as an individual. Even when you hire a coach, you can't expect them to change your life. They are right. giving you tools for you to implement to change your life. But you need to implement them. Right. Yeah. They you also have to use the tools. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's uh, the same everywhere. The the more that you can s stand from a place of like, I live this way, and due to that, I have certain freedoms. Right. Don't look at me and desire it. Ask me what I did, and I will happily share it with you because yeah. you can do it too. Like it's exactly. not. Yeah. It isn't a secret. <laughs> like. <Right>. Um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that I think that's why I love having these conversations so much, because that's really what we're doing. You know, we're really just saying, look, here's how we got from point A to point B in this particular area of our life, because we all are going through so many of the same things. Right. And so, like you said, once you've done it, it's like, OK, well, I'm, you know, there's a roadmap there that could help yeah. someone else. And, and yeah. that's, that's ultimately it. And we all and we all can do that. Yeah, when I work with inmates, like a lot of times I ask them, like, like, were you like, it, like, were you dealing drugs or doing anything like that in the street? Because that takes major management. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. You could probably own a franchise. <laughs> like, yeah. like, how can we turn these awesome skills that you use to do something illegal and swap them out and make them into something legal? Right, you know, like right. you, because the skills are there. Exactly. It's what you're using them in that may not be the right thing, right? It's it's exactly. the the way that you empower people. It's by showing them their gifts. Like a, a lot of times, we attempt to dull people's light because we somehow think that it's taking away from us. But the thing is, like, what they're really amazing at and what they've been able to accomplish, like you didn't live that life. You don't have right. that knowledge. You don't. You didn't have those opportunities. Like, plus, you don't know what that person did to get there. Like, it's like it, just celebrate the fact that they have this amazing gift and they and they worked hard or, or they got lucky or whatever the case may be if right. we can learn to celebrate that we actually attract more of that into our lives as well and 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 that's another part of like knowing like these are my gifts no one can take them away from me so those mm -hmm. are your gifts and i celebrate you because no one can take those away from you um yeah. and, and then and then sharing that not being afraid to share that but again, you got to step into it. You got to step into it. Right. Not ask someone else to step into it. You got to do it. Yeah. And to, and to really appreciate that, you know, you do bring something very unique to the world. You are the only person that is going to come to this planet and bring what you bring to it. The only one. Mm -hmm. So if you don't really show up in that, then the world is missing out on it. They're missing out on who you are and, and who you came here to be. So yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, celebrate it, 
but then be okay with other people being different and celebrating that too, because that's, that's what makes the world the way it is. Right. I mean, the, the beauty in many ways of all of us is the fact that we are different Absolutely. because if we were all the same, Oh my gosh, I can only imagine what an incredibly boring plan this would be. <laughs> not, not only that, like, do you know how improbable it is that you're here? Like literally right. it's almost, it's like zero. Like there, yeah. we are literally all a miracle. All of us are right. super special, super freaking a miracle. All of us, because if you count like what it took for the universe to start, for the world to develop, to sustain life, for life to start, for everything that happened, for your whole family tree to be what it was, for right. your parents to get together, for the one sperm and the one egg to get together. I mean, if you truly like break all of that down, we are totally unlikely like this is like <laughs> miracle land and it's and it and again it's what it's what we do it's whether we can step into knowing that we are that miracle all of us we are super fucking special and no one can take that away from us except ourselves not thinking and limiting ourselves to what other people think of us and and that's the biggest thing learn to 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 draw conclusions about yourself by looking at yourself never ever ever even if everyone's praising you because then your ego gets blown up and that's not you that's not you either right. so always look in and be able to do it within because we like as a yoga teacher i love it when people are like your class is the best you're amazing but do i actually become a better teacher when people are always blowing smoke up my ass and telling right. me how good i am no i yeah. learn to be better when someone's like johanna you did this today and that didn't really make me feel that good I'm going to go back home and be like, I need to figure out why that person didn't like that. And that's yeah. going to make me a better teacher. Yeah. See? Yeah. So, so like, but if I don't know how to do this to myself, then I take that and I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm a horrible teacher because that's person. Right? right. So it's, it's being able to take things and then for what they are, right. because you, you may come to the conclusion of, well, that person had that experience, but I would do it all over again the same way. And that's okay as well, right? right or right. you can be like, oh my God, they're totally right. And now I learned something new. Right. But the fact that it's putting you into that space where now you need to introspectively look at yourself and what you're doing and how you showed up and whether or not that served you and whether or not that served somebody else, that is what leads us to growth. And that's why looking at ourselves and reflecting, it's super important. And again, it doesn't matter if you're if you do things different than other people. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what they think. It, now, if you're judging yourself based on what you think other people would think, that's an issue. See, so it's also like there's such a thin line, and that's the game, and that's life, and that and sometimes you are gonna be super egotistical, and sometimes you are gonna get walked over because you're gonna be too nice, and and that's a part of it, and and it's also. I was having, and my cousin's here, so she'll probably hear me, but I don't care. But I was having a conversation with my cousin today, and she was saying, like, she was guarded in a situation because someone else did something to her in another situation. And I was like, well, but is that fair to this other person? Because they're not the ones that did that right. situation. It was this other person. So it's like, it's, we get conditioned, and, but then we also need to understand where that conditioning is coming from so that we don't change how we show up in the world mm -hmm. and our authentic self due to what someone else did 
that hurt us. Yeah. Right? Such a great point. And that's so hard. It's so it hard. hard. But, but if we don't keep showing up in the world as ourselves and we keep resisting those things, they keep showing up. Right. Teaching yeah. us lessons. <laughs> so it's, again, part of the game. Part of the I game know. of life. Exactly. Yeah. Just taking the journey and <laughs> embracing it. Right. Yeah. Well, this yeah. has been so much fun. I know we could talk all day. Hours. Where can people find you and, and what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Um, like always, they can call me 815-501-5070. You can find me on Facebook, Johanna Godinez Nash or at lifeandstylecoaches.com. You'll find all my yoga stuff there too. Um, I'm in the middle of rebranding, so soon it'll be Bay Lifestyle, but uh, I'll tell you more about that when, when we get there. But for now, awesome. um, yeah, I'm focusing a lot on the yoga part right now, just because I'm having so much fun with it. You know, the yoga is, is it's changed my life so much. And like, I love seeing how much it's changed people around me to understand because it brings you so to the fun. truth. It's the yeah. truth. So, right. yeah. Love it. Well, thank you again for being here with us. And thank you for having me. Lots of love going out to all of you. And we'll see you again soon. See Bye, you everyone. Soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. I know you have many choices for content, and I'm grateful you chose mine. You can always find more of my episodes at the Energy Healing Network on YouTube. Please do make sure to subscribe to my channel so you can easily find more episodes or watch them when I go live. Thank you again for listening and sharing these messages with others you wish to encourage and uplift.